This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to the Independent Travel Podcast for Wednesday the 14th of December. I'm Simon Calder and thank you for joining me. Well, I've spent the day at various London railway stations, day two of the latest round of national strikes by members of the RMT union. They've walked out at Network Rail and at 14 train operators. As a result, well, the very last trains are going to be leaving here very shortly. People sprinting for various platforms here and there have been warnings over the past uh, half hour or so about last trains disappearing. There's a few stragglers just uh, turning up um, trains. Um, there's one coming in from um, Plymouth just a little bit late there. Uh, getting in at quarter to seven. I hope that that will make it. Bear in mind that if you're hoping to travel on Thursday, well, the rail network will start up again, but um, it won't be doing very much before about uh, half past seven in the morning. So, Craig, after my um, item yesterday about Mick Lynch, General Secretary of the RMT Union, says, can you explain what the dispute's about? And I thought, well, hang on, I've only got six or seven minutes, so no. But I can actually tell you a little bit more about one of the disputes, because it's far more complex than just having some strikers who work for the railway and some employers. Uh, It used to be the case that, yes, you'd have the National Union of Railwaymen, as they used to be known, up against British Rail, but now it's more complicated. But let me deal entirely with Network Rail. Network Rail are the people who run the infrastructure. That means the signals, the the tracks, the points, um, and some key stations, including here at uh, London Paddington. And they are nothing to do with actually running the trains, but they are on strike. And actually, the 5,000 or so signalers who walked out uh, yesterday and today, and will do the same on Friday and Saturday, are having the most effect in shutting the network down. So, what have they been offered and why are they still on strike? The offer was actually made on Sunday the 4th of December. I remember it very well indeed. And effectively, Network Rail, after months of negotiation and several strikes, said, OK, here's the best we can do. Our final offer, 5% for this current year, 4% for next year. Now, you and I know that that is less than the current rate of ex- inflation for one year, but um, that they say it's the best they can do. To sweeten that, they have been doing other things, such as saying we've got a really nice um, bit of... Uh, helping out your family in terms of privileged railway tickets. That means a 75% discount. And that could be worth, actually, depending on the circumstances, several thousand pounds. Um, It was also weighted towards lower-paid wage earners, so they would actually um, do proportionately better, which I think we can all be in favour of. Oh, dear, oh, dear, there goes that train. I think um, 
off it goes and that's that's your lot that's the uh, um, 548 disappearing off and everybody else oh there's still some people running I'm afraid you're too late um, They've also guaranteed no compulsory redundancies before 2025 and no changes to network rail employees' terms and conditions. Now, we don't know exactly what sort of pay offer is going to be needed. Clearly, 5% plus 4% over two years is, well, in Mick Lynch's words, substandard. They also say that things are going to get more dangerous. This is the union saying that. They say there's going to be a 50% cut in scheduled maintenance. Um, now, that would involve 1,900 job losses. So how can you not have any compulsory redundancies? Well, so good are the voluntary redundancy terms that over 3,000 people have already applied for it. So uh, clearly that is quite attractive. Um, and in terms of why they are cutting back, well, they're just saying we've got to work with smarter technology. Instead of people going out and inspecting tracks and points, it actually makes much more sense um, to have them permanently supervised by technology. Um, and that surely is to everybody's advantage and it will give us better uh, predictability on what's going wrong and it will also um, be cheaper. So that would be good. It should feed through to lower rail fares or at least not so rapidly rising rail fares. The uh, union also says that there's going to be a 30% increase in unsocial hours. Now, Network Rail disputes this because they say, actually, no, the terms and conditions um, of the employees are set in stone and we can't there's a limit to what they can do now that's not quite the same thing as saying you're not going to have to work more um, unsocial hours but it is saying that there is a strict limit on those um, there the two sides are a long way apart as soon as the RMT executive committee saw this offer they immediately thought well we don't like it but we're going to put it to our members in a referendum and with a recommendation that they reject it, which the members duly did, um, about 63% in favour of rejection and 36 point something percent in favour of actually accepting the deal. So um, that was about 55% of the eligible voters who went for the uh, reject offer. Um, interestingly, the Unite Union has accepted it as well, basically the best that they could um, expect to get and I think we're quite close to that in terms of a settlement but meanwhile while there is no settlement the misery goes on and I'm looking at some very miserable passengers now they've just missed the last train instead of being back in half an hour in Reading they're now looking at buses and taxis and expense and stress and upset it's nearly Christmas the weather's terrible the last thing we need is yet more rail disruption, but I'm afraid that's exactly what we're going to get. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Enjoy your evening. I hope you're safely back where you need to be. Goodbye. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.